Yes, we do have an emergency and we do have a war. And Lord God, we know that you know from the very foundation of the world every move the enemy would make. We thank you for the moves that you have made. We thank you for the new thing that you're doing in the earth. We thank you, Lord God, that this is a new day. This is a day when thousands and thousands of people are going to come to know you, maybe for the first time. We thank you for the delay. We thank you for your long suffering that is causing us to have time. You're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So we thank you for Jesus dying on the cross, making that way for us, making it valid, Lord God, that we could live and have authority and be restored to the authority that you've given us, even through Jesus Christ. We thank you for the power to bind and to loose, to not be discouraged, to take the authority you've given us, to speak to the powers of darkness, to do your will, to declare uh, and release the goodness of God, the will of God in this place. I thank you, Jesus, that your will be done, oh God, in and through your church, that your church would wake up, that she would repent, that she, she would come up out of her stu- uh, slumber and stupor and, and be revived, Father, in this new year. And I thank you, Lord God, for your divine promises that we depend on that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that the shields of God are now put up around us because of what they're trying to do to us next, that the shields of the Almighty God uh, will be raised up, shields up around all of God's people, all of God's people, children, the church, the revelation of God, that the shields of the Holy God will repel the new attacks that are coming against your people. We declare it, Father. We ask it for it. We ask that you all agree with us. And we thank you now for giving us your wisdom to speak and encourage one another in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, it's a new year, 2022, and uh, only God knows Mm -hmm. what's going to be happening. But he's given us truth. He's given us things that uh, promises. All through Scripture, mm-hmm. promises, mm-hmm. And, and and so we're not surprised by what's going on. Uh, we're well able because well God has given us His Word, His Spirit to live well in the midst of all this. And and in Isaiah chapter forty-three, verse nineteen, He says, "Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing." Mm-hmm. And right in the middle of verse 19 there, Isaiah 43, Now it shall spring forth. Yes. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Yes. So he's, you know, it's important for us to look back to, to thank God for what he's done. You know, I mean, l- biblical history, you see the mighty works of the Lord. They're to be remembered. They're to be retained. But uh, and and see in our own lives, if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you, you, you've mm-hmm. watched Him work powerfully in your life. He's done. He's been faithful to you. He's guided you. He's helped you. He's healed you. He's encouraged you. Uh, and he's and, kept and, us. And, and He's kept us in the midst of a, a wicked and perverse, a crooked and perverse generation. Mm-hmm. So it's important that the what we look back at is foundational to what's going on right now and what's going to be happening in the future. Right. You know, um, when we talk about a new thing, you know, New Year's resolutions and all that, we're trying to um, get out of a rut. But the problem with a new thing is basically the old thing 
it's the rut. It's the, um, we're bound in these old familiar behaviors. I mean, there's all kinds of New Year's resolutions people like to set up to break that rut, to break that behavior. But we're still, we still are locked in mindsets and belief systems um, that, you know, even though we want to change, we long for change, somehow we think change might be good. Some change is not good, by the way. But we, we make that effort to try to discipline ourselves or to, to do it different. Um, we fail. We see the, we very seldom in our own efforts see the actualization of anything we try to do. And so, um, because why? Well, now even, even saying this, that God is going to do a new thing. Oh, we're all excited. We want God to do that new thing because we don't like the old things. We don't like the circumstances. But the power of the circumstances, the power of the lie, the grip of the terrible one has been so predominant. So the ruts of failure and, and you know, self uh, regret and self-condemnation uh, and unbelief and despair, all of these things, pain and guilt, these are spirits that are holding our mindsets to keep us from going forth in faith and joy and peace and believing and knowing that God will bring us through this and Jesus is making a way. It, he is making a way. And, you know, I just think of, I've been to, I've attended a lot of conferences over the years, Christian conferences, and uh, and one of the great themes of these conferences is that God is getting ready to do something. I am about to do something. Mm-hmm. And so then you go through years and years of hearing about what God is about to do. Yeah. And, and a, lot of, a lot of it you never see mm-hmm. because some of it is just wishful thinking right. and, and, and maybe false prophecy. But God is about to do things. But he says, now it shall spring forth. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And one of the things that God, the is Lord the is, same. he's the same. He doesn't change in, in Malachi chapter three, verse six. I am the Lord, I change not. One of the things that he doesn't change in mm-hmm. <laughs> is that he's always wanting to do a new thing. Yeah. A new thing. It's new to us. In right. other words, it's something that's never been experienced before uh, or it's something that's recently has come into being. So it's not new to God because he's got this all planned from before the foundation of the world, but it's new to us. But we have to look at what God is doing now. Well, you know, the thing that you said new. earlier about the uh, uh, the changing and um uh, you know, he's going about to do something about to, you know, he's going to heal you. He's about to whatever break well, forth. Well, you can't live in the about to. I know. And that's what you exactly said, that people get kind of uh, calloused to those, even to that expectation. And and, bec- and so we're, there's a force pulling us in, into uh, that disbelief, unbelief, inertia, where we, we don't believe God. And, and you, some of you are in a situation right now where your only way out is to believe God. There, He is the way, and He's the only way out. He's the He's in the midst of us, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. And there's only one way out. Whether it's healing, you're believing God for a healing. Maybe you've been a long time in this condition, like some of the stories in the Bible, the woman mm-hmm. with the infirmity, or maybe you're a long time in this poverty, or you're a long time in this difficult relationship, or with your your parent, your child, your spouse. You know. It's you know you get we get numb to the idea of it changing. We we believe that you know it's it is never going to yeah it is what it is yeah, yeah we're we're caught in that torture rack of it is what it is. Um, so w- the torture rack is we want the change we need the change we kind of can't even imagine what that might look like. 
but it is what it is pulls us back into that place of, of being stuck. Yeah, and, it's it's the inertia. Well, so so the the changes the you have to the changes the new things have to overcome yeah. the inertia that's <clears throat> in our minds and our habits and our ways of uh, operating. Well, you know, and for a new thing to go forward, someone something must change. A new thing means that you're replacing the old inertia, the unbelief, the doubt, the fear, the, the fear, a big thing. And, you know, like with Joshua and in in going across the Jordan and they were going to take Jericho, this was going to be a new thing. You know, they'd had a few battles before they got there, but they were had to be willing to do what God said, listen to him, move when he said move, stop when he said stop. And, and this is our deal now. We have got to be willing to move knowing that we've heard from the Lord and that we're willing to go forward and put ourselves on the line. Give up your old things that don't work. They don't work. So why do you treat them like a sacred cow? Let go of them. And here's the one, one of the things I think we have to, uh, first of all, do to move uh, with God in this new thing is to let go of our old mindsets and our unbelief and to um and the and the uh the deal that we have to control everything ourselves that we have to fix it we have to figure it out we have to be responsible um we have to let go and surrender say god i can't do this but you can do this you're going to have to carry me it's like surrendering yourself to the airplane when you get into the plane you surrender your grip or the grip of gravity on you and you surrender to the aerodynamics of the plane lifting you and when we surrender to the plane we can move much more quickly without all kinds of you know physical distress you can actually take a nap while you're moving it's awesome and the same with god we have to learn to step up into the the the, the carrying the plane the spirit of god's power and rest in him because the devil wants us to be frantic he wants us to be stuck, angry, bitter against God. And one of the things that is makes people very bitter against God is the very preaching of God is about to do something. God is about to heal. God is about to move. And a lot of these happy prophets, false prophets, whatever kind of prophets there, I think we all want good news. We all want to declare good news, and maybe that's what they're doing. They're declaring good news. And But the thing is, we have got to do our part, and our part is to receive the revelation of Jesus Christ, to surrender to him. So these new things from God can happen. Yeah, and, and we have a lot of prophets in our day. We have a lot of false prophets. Some people believe that the days of prophets are over. But no, we have, new, we have Old Testament prophets. We have New Testament prophets. And it's important that the Bible says that we're to judge prophecies. Uh, we're, we're to discern those things. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying, oh, everything's going to be just hunky-dory. And then some, some are saying, uh, you know, it's going to be a dark, horrible time. Yeah, winter. And so which is it? Well, it can be both. In the midst of all the darkness mm-hmm. and the oppression. The light is brighter. Uh, the, the light is brighter mm-hmm. and the God will, the people that who know their God will be strong and will do God is, Yes, God is, not, God is not diminished in the midst of our difficulties. And I think, you know, the Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, God is not going to build his powerful new kingdom, heaven and earth, on an old foundation. He is going to bring what he must bring, and it's up to us if you want to be with him, uh, go with him, be in the battle with him, declare with him. But the only way you're going to do that is to let go of your disappointments and your bitterness against God because he didn't do something that you thought and go into the word of God and realize that the word of God are the words 
of God. Much of the Bible is the stories of people who failed to follow God, many stories of people who fail who did follow God. And and we can be of the of those who follow God, trust God, rest in God, go with God, and see what God will do. I mean, you cannot make people do anything. You and I cannot talk them into something because then someone else can come and talk them out of it. God has got to move through the revelation of his spirit on us first to switch us out from being uh you know, despairing and unbelieving to a place of resting and being and abiding in him, abiding in the vine, resting in him, allowing his work, his life to flow through. The church will be the solution. God will use the church. You know, God has to use a man or a woman to be willing to yield to him Mm -hmm. so he can actually do what he wants to do because God is, you know, he's given us authority over the earth. So if God has to do something, wants to do something, he must find someone, a Moses, a Joseph, a Mary, whatever, to give up their will, their plan, their life for to do what he wants. To do, to do the new thing God has wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, absolutely the new I mean, thing. And you look at all kinds of things that, um, you know, with Abraham, with the creation, everything, God is always doing new things. He's the he, in, crea- yep. he created everything out of nothing. He he calls Abraham. He calls. But he, uh, but he, David. they had to, they he had calls, to say yes. They had to say yes mm-hmm. to to the call, and so God is calling you to he, he's get brought, out of your he's, rut. <laughs> he's brought you into the kingdom for such a time as Amen. this. Amen. A lot of the things that you thought you knew about God were wrong. A lot of the things that have been in your life, um, you know, uh, that have hindered you. Mm-hmm. Those things God, God is wanting to, to take, take you, away. He just t- mm-hmm. takes a you know and give you a whole new perspective, mindset, yep. a whole mindset of his of the King and His kingdom, the kingdom of God. Right? Yes, and this is what Jesus brought when He came here. Matthew titling about the kingdom of God, the Beatitudes. Blessed are those who and don't go with the way it looks. Go with what God says. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. You are called by God. God needs you. Stop feeling like you got no purpose, no point. You're here, here. The time is terrible, as terrible as it's ever been on the earth. But mm-hmm. God needs a Joseph. He needs a, a Mary. He needs a Moses. An he Esther. needs a He needs an Esther. A and Peter, he, a Paul. And why can't it be you? The only Mary reason, Magdalene. The only yeah. reason it can't be you is if you say no. If you say, yes, God, I will stand up. I will declare the truth of God. I will pray for this person for healing. Uh, I will, you know, refuse to put uh, up with all of the foolishness. I will uh, tell this person on the checkout about Jesus. I will uh, pray in public, in a public place for someone who needs help. I will stop my day to declare the goodness of God to someone who's broken. I will declare blessing. and I will ask God for the gifts of prophecy and and. Uh, uh, and, and uh, gifts of the healing. I will. You can. You don't have to be left out in the cold and see what's going to happen or wait to see what's going to happen. You can be part of what's happening. Don't be an audience. Be an advocate. Yeah. Be an active. agency. Active. Be an active agency of the new things that God is doing. And really, it, a lot of the things that that God is wanting to do through us are are old things that he wants to renew. Yeah, or bring forth. Or bring forth again because... You know, it's something that they're new to us. But they're not new to God. Yes, God. They're new to us. When we see miracles might be new to you. Wonderful healings might be new to you. Seeing somebody's life just radically transformed, marriages healed, all that stuff. 
that is might you, you might have just given up and said, well, it's you know it is what it is and it doesn't really happen. But when you see these God doing these mighty things, jump in, get jump involved. into it, be a part of it. Believe, you know, don't take a risk. You know, get out of your break out of your um, routine and well, your whole our, idea of security. Our and, routine is not secure. Our routine is not satisfying. Our re- routine is not safe. It just brings regret ultimately. Now it's time. It's it's a new opportunity. It's a new day. It's a new thing God is doing. He is moving. He is using people. He is bringing forth an awakening and a revival. He must do that before and, and collect the harvest before the devil comes and destroys it all. You are called, you know, I believe that what I really have believed for a long time is that the real warriors of God, the mighty warriors, the soldiers, the ones that are called to be operating in these end days to do the miracles and to and to heal and deliver have been for the most part bound up locked up hidden away in caves and holes in in and and in their minds in their finances in their marriages whatever and they have been just bound tied up by the devil so that they couldn't get free to go forward into the into the army into the into the front lines but I believe that God is releasing them now. These are the secret soldiers, you know, these are the the super soldiers, not what Satan has concocted with all of his, you know, diabolical uh, inbreeding, inbreeding and whatever he's done to create super soldiers. We are the super soldiers of the Most High God. And you and I, you can have that life. You don't have to sit there and, and pine away and wonder what's going to happen next and be afraid and try to, you know, um, hedge your bets and see, you know, how you can be the safest. Stop trying to be safe. The Bible says he who seeks to save his life will lose it. So we're already dead anyway, so it doesn't matter. So go forth like a, like the new creature that you are. Because the Bible says um, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature, new creation, Old things have passed away and are passing away, and all things become new. Yeah, and God wants to clear the fog out of your life. Brain. To clear the, the brain fog, yep. the, the dull routine, the deadness that is what it is, past failures, past disappointments, even past successes, what you think are successes. Let the Lord just kind of put those back. They're yeah. part of your story. Begin to pray. But embrace yeah. what God has for you in the future. There's there's new opportunities. I, I know some people right now, uh, thank God, and, and a lot of people right now actually, that are coming into a new place of uh, of, of fruitfulness and ministry. You know, yeah. you know, we can think of friends of ours, Margie, right now that are are moving into that. They something mm-hmm. they never thought they would be right. doing. Right, their eyes were opened. Their yes. eyes are mm-hmm. open, and they're they're, put, they're jumping in with both feet. And That's with right. Their whole hearts, and they're changing their minds about who they were because what they saw that they were before they were the the addicted, they were the tormented, they were the mentally, emotionally uh, unstable, and now they're becoming the forces of God. So the thing is, and the other part of that is because we have to recognize how the devil is fighting us now, the weaponization of the weather, the weaponization of biochemical warfare, uh, sicknesses and diseases, and the, the, the white horse is riding, and the white horse has a bow, and the bow is a poisonous tip, and he has a crown, and the crown is you-know-what. It's the, it's the corona. And so when we um, recognize this and that a fourth of the population of the earth will die at the hands of the four, of the four horsemen, the, the riders of the apocalypse, uh, 
they're, they're, we have got to be proactive. And to be proactive, I'm going to tell you something. They're threatening to do more new things. Here's what we want to do. We're going to put up, as I prayed this morning, the shields of God around you. Call for the shields. I had a, a, an attack several years ago uh, against my frequencies and vibrations and you know all that stuff was messing up my, my equilibrium, so to speak. And God showed me after three months, call for the shields. And he showed me the shields. I seen them. They were they're concrete, gray, thick, about maybe, uh, I don't know, less than a foot, but thick, gray, dense matter. And they're shaped like church windows with points on the top. And you put, he wraps you around them. He puts them around you so that you're like in a little uh, concrete igloo that you um, are safe from the, the disturbances that Satan is sending, the vibrations and frequencies, the EMFs, the EMPs, whatever they all are, I don't even know. But God, but so, and be, so therefore the word is be proactive, take care of your health, stop eating the king's food, stop taking the king's medicine, you know, go back to the, the original plan, use the herbs, use the, the, um, the supplements and vitamins that are good, eat good, healthy, clean food, say, pray over your food so that the demonic, garbage, GMO garbage will not be so powerful to affect you. Be proactive in how take care of yourself. Get your rest. Use, use the things, the gifts. Always, there are gifts out there. God gives us weapons, uh, preparations to protect us from the onslaught of the enemy. Seek out those things. Find them. Find someone who knows about those things and begin to use those things to prepare and protect yourself. And then get into the Bible. Get into the Word of God. Read it like your life depended on it because it does. Because Satan is out there to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's he's angry to the planet. He hates God and he hates us. So that's how I would say get active in your life. It's, your life is, is already belongs to God anyway, so don't try to protect it and keep it. Just give it to the Lord and let him live it through you. Yeah, it's, you know, this is this is a matter of life and death right now. I mean, this is the matter. This is it. It's not a matter of, well, I might, maybe I should read my Bible more. Maybe mm-hmm, I should mm-hmm. go to church more. You know, it's It's, it's intense. Not, it's intense. The day of, of, of what we would call casual Christianity, which is not Christianity, yeah. is on all. See, the, pro- done, the problem is, gone. is a lot of us have accepted a substandard not version, even, not even mm-hmm. on the, in the same room as the real thing, mm-hmm. kind of Christianity. Forgive uh, us, Lord. Forgive so God, us for forgive doing us, this. deliver us. Father you God, know, we we've repent. We've seen institutional Christianity. We've seen... And the fruit of it is bad. Uh, we've saw, we've seen Dead. fluff. We've seen uh-huh. um, uh, lies, lies, false doctrines, stuff like that. We and um, now it's time to times, see the real thing, and that's the new thing God wants to do. That's the new thing. The real thing is God acting in the midst of us. Be not dismayed. And if you are fussing with the spirit of discouragement, bitterness, dismay, these are demonic spirits. Open your mouth and tell them to leave. Call him by name, you spirit of despair, you spirit of bitterness against God. You are not bitter against God. You weren't built by God to be bitter against him. That's a demonic spirit that's trying to mess with your head, saying, well, it's never going to work. Futility, frustration, regret. Tell him to shut up and go to hell. Open your mouth and resist the devil and he will flee in the name of Jesus Christ. And so, Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the new things. We thank you for the new things that inspiring in us an, an anointing, a desire, a fervor, a zeal to repent, confess our sins, get on the track with you, Lord God, and go forward. We thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, for a vitality and hope. 
We thank you for your word. Yeah, we thank you for your word, Lord God, and and I I just pray that everyone that every one of us that are are speaking here today and hearing here today, Lord, we will realize that this is this is just absolutely this is absolutely uh, physical life and physical death. It's spiritual life or spiritual death, Lord God. There's mm-hmm. no. There's no time to fool around. There's no time to be absorbed by mm-hmm. dead churches, dead teachings, dead. Yeah. Uh, no matter how, even if it's all emotional stuff, it's time to get right to the real thing, Hallelujah. Lord, because you are doing what is new to us is really what you have wanted yeah. all along. Amen. And I just pray that there will be that release of your power to transform, that we won't mm-hmm. be... Uh, just settlers that will be pioneers. Yes, let us be willing, Lord God, to say yes to you. Hallelujah. Yes. And to see your glory. Amen. Amen. Just another note before you co- you leave us, uh, check out liferecovery.com. We have lots of things, helps, books, uh, CDs, uh, tapes, encouragements, blogs, more radio Tools, shows. Weapons. Yeah. And so um, today we'd like to advertise or de- call to your attention uh, the paradigm of spiritual warfare. It's a, it's seven bucks. It's a CD about an hour long, and it will change your life because once you know the rules of the game, then you'll be able to pre- be prepared to play the game and to win the game. The Amen. paradigm of spiritual warfare. God bless you. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you next time. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.